can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Hey guys, it's Heather with Hump Days with Heather on the Talking Pools podcast. I hope you are having an amazing day or evening or whatever time it is where you're at. So I wanted to do a video on this to kind of talk with y'all and just put a face with the name because some of y'all know me and some of y'all don't. Um, I own Swim Carefree at a DFW. I focus on building and remodeling. But on this episode, I want to talk about credit for businesses. A lot of people do not know about business credit versus your personal credit, right? So we have a whole slew to go over today. So hope you've got some little bit of drive time because this one's probably going to be a little bit longer than the five minutes that I normally do. I try to keep my podcast less than 15 if possible. So I'll see kind of where we're at on this side. Okay, so let's just kind of go down and talk about the types of small business loans that you can get for for business loans themselves. Again, business loans means you've got to have an LLC. You've got to have a DUNS number, which is like a business credit, right? So you've got like your social for your for your business, so to say. So in order to get business scores, they range anywhere from zero to 100. Most small business lendings company require a minimum of like 70, 75, somewhere around that area off the top of my head. So you've got your FICO, B, um, SBSS, Paydex score. You've got your DUNS because that, that's issued by your DUNS, that that is, you've got your Dun & Bradstreet, which is also Paydex. You've got your Credit Safe. You've got your Experian business. You've got your Equifax business, Delinquency. And then you've got your FICO SBSS, the small business scoring. So like those small business loans that you're wanting to apply for, that's, that's what those are. All right. So let's get into how do we build business credit? To build business credit, you've got to have trade lines. NAV has a system on there where they'll actually report to your business credit to be able to build that. If you have multiple businesses, you need two different NAV accounts with two different emails. And a, a hack is if you have one business and you want multiple trade lines, because in order to start building that business credit, you've got to show trade lines. And NAV will report to that. You do have to pay for it. If you have multiple emails, you can set up as many NAV accounts and classify that business on there, and they'll report each one of those accounts to NAV, to the business for you. When you're applying for a business loan to be able to bid, not business loan, excuse me, when you're applying for a net 30 account or something for a trade line, you want to find out where they report to. So do they report it to the business Equifax, do they report it to the Denim Bradstreet? Do they report it to the Experian? Where do they report these lines of credit for you? Because what happens is most of them don't report to all of them, but you can do what's called self-reporting. 
with the self-reporting, it takes a lot of time and dedication. So don't don't sit here and expect that it's going to be done in like a month, right? Um, you want to start with lines of credit. Like SCP does not report to your business. I have a net 30 with SCP and it doesn't report at all. Um, I actually stopped my net 30 probably about six months ago because I got tired of dealing with net 30 with the debt and all that. I just wanted wanted to be done. It's just easier for me. I hate net 30s. I just do. Anyways, um, so let's talk about to qualify to your to your net 30s. How do we qualify for net 30s? So obviously you're going to need an EIN, which is like your your social security number for the business. And you're going to need a Dunn's number. And you get that Dunn's number by going by Dunn and Bradstreet to get that Dunn's number. You have to be established for at least 30 days on most net 30s business. You need to have no derogatory business reporting or delinquencies to get most net 30s, right? So don't be late on your bills. Don't wait. And you have to have an authorized officer of the organization submit that application. So like Cassandra, she's my assistant. She can't submit a net 30 because she's not an officer of my business. But my husband can because he is an officer of my business. So you want to make sure that you have those things to be able to do that net 30. You want to have at least four to five trade lines of building those net 30s. So you want your paydex score to be at 100. That's where your goal, that's like the perfect credit. That means you've got high limits. That means you're having um, payments due on time. That means you're paying like you're supposed to. That means that you're keeping your balances low. It's kind of similar to the personal, right, where you want your credit utilization low. But as a business, you know that that's not always possible sometimes. Um, all right. So and oh, and your paydex range is from zero to 49. 40 or less kind of normally means that your your payments are more than 60 days past due most of the time. So you want your paydex range to be zero to 49. So anything over 40 is considered good. Um, obviously, 49 is like excellent. And remember, you want your business credit score close to 100 as you can. So let's talk. And I hold on, let me open my spreadsheet up because I made a huge spreadsheet on these small business loans because there are so many. Just some of the ones that I have to kind of help help you understand how I did it. Because you want to build business because you never know when you're going to need it. Okay, it's open now. So we have... 10 easy, I wrote down my 10 easy approvals for net 30 accounts. So I'm going to kind of talk to you about what they're good for, the estimated APR, and a required score. So the first one that you have is going to be the creative analysis. And, and a lot of these don't even involve our industry. So don't freak out on me. This is just to build your credit, okay? This is not for our industry. This is just to build your credit. So you've got credit analysis so on that. Your annual purchasing charge account is what it is. They charge an $80 annual fee. It purchases office products such as your small electronics, your desk, uh, phone, office accessories, fitness items, beauty items, kitchen items, digital marketing, etc. And then they do monthly installments. And they also report to trade lines. So I don't know exactly which ones they report to. I'd have to go in my account and look it up. But it reports anywhere between 1000 to 10000 So that's a good one to have because the higher that limit, if the limit is higher and you use, say your limit's 10000 and you use 500 of that, you're definitely under your utilization, which is great. 
So a monthly business credit on this one is on autopilot is what I do. And the membership is where you pay your invoice, even though it's net 30, you pay it and then you don't have to worry about it. I have it set to pay the balance off on some things. And then other things I have it set to pay small amounts because the whole point of the net 30 is to make sure that you're you're paying on time. So some of them want to see reoccurring payments, like small reoccurring, like let's say you have like a credit card, right? A business credit card, not a net 30, but a business credit card. You want to leave a small a small amount on that credit card where you're not getting charged a terrible amount of interest. That way the banks and everything can see that you are constantly paying that. The next one that I have is Business T-Shirt Club. So that one is going to give you a whole wholesale bank apparel. I'm sorry, bank apparel, blank apparel, including like T-shirts, shirts, hats, sweatshirts, hats, outerwear, sportswear, corporate apparel, masks, and more. Um, that one reports to Equifax, Credit Safe, and Cortina. And I think there's one more. Um, and and Sona, I forgot the name of the fourth one. There's another one, but for the life of me, I can't remember what it is. But it's like A-N-S-O something another like that. I'd have to Google it real quick. But with that one, it is a club membership. So you will have to pay a membership. And I think it's like 70 bucks for that one. So they do custom printing, embroidery services, demand services. They do a lot of different things on that. So if you want company shirts for your business, that's a good one to do. Um, but no, you're going to pay a little bit more for all of these because the point of this is to help build that business credit. You will definitely be able to find cheaper prices than what is on these websites. So don't don't freak out and be like, oh God, I'm paying out the ass for this. And you can have it somewhere else, right? Um, the next one is going to be Soma Office Supplies. So that one reports to Experian and Equifax, both business credit, Experian and Equifax, not personal. They do office supplies, folders, envelopes, et cetera, like that sort of stuff, you know. On that one, they offer credit for both new and well-established businesses, as well as provide trade references upon request. As you establish positive payment history with them, you can request larger limits. And yes, I am reading off my screen because I did take notes because there's a lot of them and I didn't, there's no way in hell I can remember all this. So I made a little spreadsheet for myself that I have for my own. What I like about the Soma Office Supplies one is after about six months, I requested a credit increase and I had no problem because I was paying on time. There was no issue with it. So they didn't have a problem with that. And if you ever have to have a, somebody ask you for that, if you ever have to find somebody and ask them for an actual credit line trade reference, they will give it to you. So I like that. The next one is Quill. So Quill does office supplies as well as laboratory, healthcare, health and wellness, cleaning, coffee, snacks, even on that one. So most of them, you can tell they do a lot of office supplies. Um, that one reports to the business credit bureaus, but I, I couldn't remember which one that one did. I forgot to write that one down, but I know it does report because that's why I have it. Um, they have temporary. Um, that one actually, hold on. I'm sorry. I made a note. They've temporarily paused reporting to avoid negative reporting due to delay mail delivery and plans to resume in the future because I called them on that. Why I stopped seeing it when I was looking all these up. So as of right now, Quill is not reporting, but they did in the past, like because of before all this 
shit happened with the mail, I guess. So I would wait on that one if I were y'all for now because it's not reporting. I have that one actually highlighted in red. That tells me why. Granger is a really good one. We have a Granger account. We can use Granger in our field as well. They offer industrial and safe products for industries whether it be our industry, construction industry, doesn't matter. They do report to the credit bureaus and it's easy to use. They have sometimes issues with qualifying immediately because they don't have business credit references. So that's where the other one would come in as a business credit reference because they are going to ask for that. Um, at least they did with me. So just be prepared for that. So if you have a net 30 or something with SCP, FWP, Jetline, whatever it may be, Superior, whatever, they're going to ask for that. So make sure you're on good terms with that. If you don't, I wouldn't suggest applying for Granger because they will ask. The next one is Uline. I have Uline as well. So they offer packaging, food service, safety warehouse supplies, and more. I actually get a lot of my trade show stuff from Uline. I also get my like eye wash that we had in our for the guys that they had chemicals splash in their eye. So we get it from there. We get the MSDS sheets and all that. Not the sheets, but the binder and stuff to put it in. Um, next one I have is wise business plan. So what this one does is specialize in creating, um, personally written business plans, pitch decks, and PowerPoint presentations for small business owners. So if you're not familiar with a pitch decks is, that's a good one to Google. I highly suggest you Google that one. Um, that's a whole nother episode about, about that. Uh, but I really like the wise business plan one. And what is great about that is they do report, they you do require 50% due up front and 50% due before releasing the draft kind of as we do as contractors that's that's what I do anyways is I do 50% up front and 50% due before I give you the actual product um Onaha office products again office products a variety of office stuff they report to the two major commercial reporting agencies so done and Experian Maminot M A M Y N O T I may be mispronouncing that one, but I have that one as well. They do digital marketing, um, SEO, content writing, social media management, inbound lead generation, PP click video production, e-commerce, WordPress design development. Uh, customers can get up to 10,000 and buy now and pay letter credit to get a decision in two days. It doesn't take long. It took, it took like a day for them to give me a report. It reports to the major credit agencies, so that was good. Now for me... I am, I am going to do another podcast on marketing. I use uh, Carl for my, for my marketing. I don't use this one for marketing, but they do offer a wide variety of stuff for that if you, if you need that. The next one is going to be Office Grainer. So what that is, sorry, I'm just writing a little note real quick. Um, and this video, so I don't care, you're live. You can watch my pretty little face. Um, so office grainer. So what that is, that's apparel, office supplies. Again, like I said, there's a lot of office supplies on here. Ele electronics, website design, business cards, and more. You qualify for Net30. Your business has to have a clean business credit history before it'll even accept you. So make sure that's done. You have to be in business for at least 30 days for this company. And you have to be based in the US. And they do charge a one-time fee of $70 for a processing fee. And it does report to Experian Business and Credit Safe. So Credit Safe is moving on up there. So Credit Safe is kind of like the transunion of our personal credit. 
So you want to make sure it's very important that you read the terms and conditions of all of these because just because it's on, they say it, salespeople don't always know and they think they do. So pay attention, read them, and make sure you're getting the ones that actually report because to self-report to NAV, to be able to get them on that business credit for you, it sucks. And it's going to be time consuming. It's going to take a lot of time. It's just horrible. I've done it with one of my net 30s and I'm just like, I'm over it. Okay, so let's now talk about the types of business loan that you can get once you have done your business credit, right? So again, to get business credit, you need your DUNS number, which is like your social security number. You have to have an actual business, an LLC or an S Corp or an incorporation, something along those lines. You can't do it with a DBA. And then you've got to build your trade lines. Once you build your trade lines, then at that point, you can start classifying some stuff that you need for loans. Um, Good ones as well for net 30s are going to be gas cards. There's certain gas cards that report and certain that don't. What I do to make sure that they're actually pulling my business and not my personal credit, because you don't want to use a PG, which is a personal guarantee on your business side, because the whole point of having a business is you separate those two, right? You've got your personal here and you've got your business here, because let's say you go buy a house. If and I'm guilty of this, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I have one personal credit card that I use for business because the points are just so damn good. And because of that, it reports on my personal credit. So I have to pay attention to my cycle on that credit card because you have a closing date and then you have a due date. There's two totally different things on your credit card. Your closing date is when you need to have it paid for because that time is when it's going to report to that credit, not your clo- not your payment due date. So what I do to kind of avoid it is let's say, so that particular card is a $15,000 limit. So, and that's the one that I use for all my major businesses, or I use it for SCP. So my large business accounts stuff that I'm having to fork out money for, and I use it for all my suppliers because it's so much. And I'm revolving that card a lot and be careful because a lot of companies don't like you to do that on personal because they think you're doubling that card up and that can get you shut down. So just be very cautious of that. So what I do is if my if my cycle date is tomorrow, I would have paid that card today because it's going to clear my bank by tomorrow. And then when it reports to my personal credit, because that card is under my personal credit, it shows a zero balance. And so it doesn't affect my credit to be able to say, hey, my credit utilization is at 100% when it's supposed to be kept below 10% or 5%. I think it's at 10 for personal. So keep that in mind as well. Okay, so let's now talk about the small business loans. So SBA loans, everybody knows that, you know, low interest, working capital, refinancing your debt, equipment, the APRs on those are between 1% to 15%. You have to have 155 FICO SBSS, and some lenders do require a higher business FICO. So remember, SBSS, that small business FICO score. Traditional bank loans like Bank of America, Chase, Capital One, et cetera, they are versatile loans for various purposes, right? Whatever you want to use those for. But some banks do require assets to be able to justify that amount. Example, um, I went to a bank 
to just help start building my business credit. And I'm like, hey, I want to build my business credit, but I don't want a PG. How, how can I do that? And there's ways around that. So what they're going to ask you to do is you can do a secured business credit. Some of them have a 3,000 limit. Some have five, some have 10. So just call around your banks and find out what they are. And what they'll do is you'll give them that money. They'll stick it in a CD or a savings account that's locked where you can't withdraw it. Then they'll give you the money off of that. And then they'll withdraw. You know, you do your payments that way. So that's a good way to get it as well if you don't want to go through these other net 30s to help build that. But you need at least five minimum net 30s to help build that business line of credit. And that line of credit is not going to be, hey, I started this 30 days ago. So now my my personal score, I'm not personal, my business score is going to be skyrocket. No, don't think of it that way. Okay. So, and as we all know, been, you know, business credit from the banks are very high and you need a minimum of a 580 FICO score because they do... They do check, most of them do check your personal and they want a personal guarantee as well. So you just be cautious with that. Do not use any of these for a personal guarantee. I lock my personal account so they can't see, they can't see it. And if somebody tries to pull my personal account, I'll immediately get a phone call, text or an email, whatever um, that they do to alert me. So my second one is Merchant Cast Advances. Please stay away from these. These will get you in so much trouble. What a merchant cash advances is a quick access to capital if you don't have great credit. So let's say your credit is like a 520, 550, very low score. A lot of places will accept you, but I'm going to tell you what these are is let's say you deposit $100,000 a month inside your bank account and credit cards. What they're going to do, and you apply for a $200,000 advance. Okay. What they're going to do is they're going to take money out of your account every single day, multiple. If you're doing that high amount, it's going to be multiple thousands of dollar every day because they want that paid back in about four to six months. And if you can't afford that, and then you're going to pay probably 50 to 60% on top of what you borrowed. So you have closing fees on that, which is normally about three grand. Then you've got your interest on that, which is normally like 30%. And I'm not joking. I had to Google this one. Um, 30% on there. So please stay away from those. Those can get you in a lot of trouble. The next one you have is business lines of credit. I I personally have three business lines of credit. Um, so what that is, is you access those funds as needed. Out of three of them, only one actually has money out because I used it for... Um, I want to say it was for inventory for the buy early buy-in is probably what I use it for. Yeah, that's it. I did the early buy-in. I had to think. I'm like, what the hell did I use that for? But anyway, so those business lines of credits are great. So out of three of them, I only had one that was open. Then they sit there. And those don't, most of the time, those don't report to the credit bureau. So you want to make sure that you're self-reporting that or you find a company that does report that. My interest rate on that, on most of those, are going to be between a, like a 5% up to like 18 to 20%. It really depends on who you go with and what you choose to do. And the business line of credits, obviously, if you have shit credit, it's going to be a lot higher in interest. So you want to make sure that your credit is decent to be able to get a better interest rate, unless you're just trying to build credit. And it's okay if you do have those extra funds to help build that credit, but just be money smart. Don't spend more on interest than you are the whole loan or half of the loan. Don't, Don't do that. 
So your next one's going to be a micro loan. So what this is, is business with credit profiles for small loan amounts. When I say small loan amounts, I'm talking 10,000, 5,000 and less because those do happen sometimes, you know, you're short on payroll and you just need $1,000 until you your account's receivable gets in. We've all been there. It's all happened. This is what those microloans are great for. Those interest rates, though, are going to be about 10 to 18 to 20% on those. So just be cautious of those interest rates as well. Um, the FICO on that does vary. It really depends on where you go. But I want to say the lowest that they'll accept, I think, is like a 550 on those. And then, of course, the higher, the better. So the next one that you're going to have is going to cash flow loans. So access to cash without great credit, again, is very similar to your merchant cash advances. Stay away from that. You need a minimum of like a low 600 and the interest rate is like 10 to 90%. Yes, I did say nine zero ninety percent 90%. Then you have alternate online loans. So with that, it's very bad. It's very like the cash flow, very like the merchant advance. I'm going to skip that one because it's just shit. I wrote it down, but don't, 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 just don't. <laughs> um, next one is going to be your business credit cards. I love, I love my business credit cards. So for me, I use points. That's how I'm able to travel. That's how I'm able to do the fun things that I want to do with my points. And every business charge goes on a credit card. Every personal charge goes on a credit card. You have to be smart with your money, peeps. Don't rack up thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in credit card debt and not have the money to pay for it. You will get in trouble. I know Dave Ramsey is like, credit card debt's so bad. Bullshit. It's not bad if you know how to utilize it correctly. If you make your credit card work for you, you'll be fine. Now, obviously, we know assets is where you want to put your money in, but it is kind of an asset if you're able to benefit from it, Right which means you can travel, you get points back, you get money back, you can apply your purchases to that, to the points that you get. So there's so many great things about that. My favorite is going to be your Chase and American Express for your business. And then Capital One just came out with a new one as well. That's the Venture X. That's pretty damn good. Um, pay attention. You look at your points, see which ones you're getting back. Some of them will even give you lots of points for just signing up and applying. So just use it, but be smart about it. Don't rack up in debt. The next one's going to be equity crowdfunding. So this is like investors, right? So capital without having to repay experiences, investors can act as mentors. So investors get equity. You don't need a credit score for that, but most of the investors will check your credit for that. If they're going to partner with you, they want to make sure that their investment is protected and that business is not going to run into the ground. So that one's a great one if you want a business partner to help you build that business, scale that business, because you're unsure on how to do that. So the next one is reward crowdfunding. So what this does, it's like testing your ideas and capital you don't have to repay. So crowdfunding platforms are... Um, Payment processing between 3 to 0.3% for the transaction and a crowdfunding platform is 0 to 0.5% if I'm not mistaken. I don't know a lot about that one, so but I did write it down. But it's like if you have an idea of a business that you want to do and you want to just run it for a short term, um, I'm pretty sure that that would mean, but I may be wrong. I'd have to Google that one. I wrote it down, but I didn't put any notes by it. I, even when I wrote that one down, I couldn't remember. That one was new. That one came from a friend of mine, actually. 
Um, next one is going to be equipment financing. We all know we need capital to buy equipment that doesn't require assets other than equipment. So equipment financing is normally very easy to get if you need a new plaster truck, if you need shotcrete, if you need concrete mixer, whatever your business needs. That's what the equipment financing is because they're using the asset to secure that loan. Obviously, that asset's going to depreciate a bit, so they want to make sure you have some type of money to to back that up in case it depreciates. The average APR on that, though, is between 15 to 30%, so be cautious of that. And most of the time, you need a minimum of a 600 FICO to be able to get that. The next one's going to be invoice financing. Do not do this. Please don't do this. But what this is, is leveraging your future accounts receivables to this loan. So it's very similar to the merchant cash advance because that merchant cash advance looks at what you've got in your accounts receivable because you're they're getting your money back every day from you running those credit cards. So do not get that. That's very bad. If you need a future account receivable, I highly suggest you look at a line of credit before you leverage the future receivables because that loan is going to be about 15 to 30% as well. So just be cautious of that. And then, of course, your trade credits. So that helps you build credit. So that's your net 30s, those are your SCPs. Those are all of that to give you trade credits inside of the industry that you need it in. Granger, SCP, FWP, Heritage, you know, all, all of those are going to be your trade line credits because that definitely helps with everything. Um, well, I think that's pretty much it. I've been going on for a little bit. Almost, you know, I must see. My little ticker says 30 minutes. I tried. I tried. This one was a big one. I kept getting asked this one a lot. So I wanted to go ahead and and do this. But anyways, I hope you've enjoyed this. If you have questions, either Google it, ask me. I'll be more than happy to answer them for you. I have worked on our business credit a lot because I want to be able to, if I if I need to go get a $100,000 loan from the bank, I want to be able to have that in my back pocket if need be. Lord knows where this industry is going to go with everything. I don't know if it's going to sink or I don't know if it's going to keep going the way it's going because everybody knows our industry right now is just going through the roof and changes. So I'm Heather with Hump Days with Heather video. Have fun. And until next Wednesday, I'll see you then. Have a great day. Bye. I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 